Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. What's up, everyone? You're tuning in to KJ After Dark, where we're gaming and we're parenting. My name's Joanne, and right here with me is my best gamer partner in crime and amazing husband, Kevin. Hello, hello. So guess what? It's our 20th episode today. If that doesn't mean anything to us, I don't know what will. Woohoo! Episode number 20. Somebody had a little too much espresso today, Woo-hoo! but um, <laughs> 20 episodes, that is uh, definitely a milestone, and achievement, so we're happy about that. And uh, can't wait for many, 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 many more episodes to come. Yeah, 20 weeks is almost five months, don't you think? Yeah, um, that's comes out to be around five months or so i mean we started this back in january so yeah that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. i'm so excited clap, 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 clap. yeah so now that we acknowledged uh, the 20th episode which is really cool um joanne how how has your week been it's been really really good as well as it's been really rough why is that this week As you all know, Kevin and I, we have two kids, one's one, one's three, and this week is the week that we've decided to potty train our three-year-old. And it's been going great, but it's still been kind of rough on the nerves. Yeah, that's been um, a tough process. I mean, yeah, he's three, and, and I think it's kind of later than most people probably do it, and we just kind of... Him being our oldest and first, not really knowing when is the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't really indicated like a desire to body train or anything. So we're kind of finally just pushing him to do it. We kind of bribe him into it. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he gets a reward if he does it <laughs> the right way. So he gets yeah. chocolates, which he loves. And stickers. Which he also loves. Yeah, but it was not as easy as we had expected but it could have been harder i think if he were younger it would be a lot harder but being that he's three now he's you know a lot smarter than he was a year ago he Mm -hmm. he gets things a lot easier and quicker and i'm actually i'm honestly kind of impressed with how well he's doing with it you know he, he knows when he has to go he hasn't really had a lot of accidents he's had a lot more wins Mm -hmm. Uh, successes in all this so he's i think he's he's doing awesome yeah so i'm i'm excited for you know not having to change as many diapers all the time and not having to buy buy so many diapers yeah we're using disposable by the way like most people if anyone doesn't use disposable diapers i'm sorry for seems like a lot of extra work yeah but definitely would be like a pay rise when we stop using diapers diapers are expensive y'all mm-hmm if you're a parent, you would know. We've had a few funny moments too with this whole potty training thing, right? Like um, yeah. with him, he'll he'll like jump up off the couch and be like, "I have to pee," you know. We'll get everything like ready to go and like sit down on his little potty and then be like, "Okay, never mind." Yeah. Or like he he changed his mind or like he doesn't have to go anymore. 
Exactly. Um, those... And then like two minutes later, the same exact thing will happen. And be like, I have to pee. I know. Those moments, I tell you, they truly, truly like give me like a minor heart attack or something. It, it really like gets your heart pumping when he's shouting that. And, and you're like in the middle of cooking or you're in the middle of washing dishes. And then you have to rush to him and like, take it off, take it off. And sit here, sit here. Yeah, we'd have to like jump into action where, where, wherever we are, whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, running over and helping him what, what he needs. Yep, because if you don't get there on time, you get a mess to clean up after. Yeah, we've had a few of those too. And um, we won't get into anything too disgusting here. But he had a successful one where, you know, I, I took, the, took it to the toilet, kind of cleaned it up. And then... As I was doing that, he runs over to me and says, I pooped. So then there was that all, all the cleanup. So um, <laughs> I'm glad I was out on a walk. Yeah, you left the house at the right time for that one. You <laughs> kind of left me with that bomb. But um, that's potty training for you. You know, if you yep. have kids and you haven't gotten to that yet, um, it's definitely an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Difficult especially depending on what age and how your kid is when you're trying to do it. Um, but obviously you kind of just have to go through that to get them to where they need to be and another step towards being functional adults. So, Yeah, biting the bullet right now. <laughs> yep, this is the first one, so we'll get it figured out this time and it'll make it a lot easier for our one-year-old when, when she gets to that age. True. And what else happened last week? So we had a Lost Ark birthday party for my brother-in-law. It went really well and it was really hard trying to find like a Lost Ark birthday cake online because for some reason they don't show much. They have like Mokoko Seeds birthday cake but I had to like design it and send it to the cake lady and ask her to prepare it with the symbol and everything and I'm glad it turned out well. I had it like a man cake. Man cake, huh? Yeah, I call it a man cake because it's very like I didn't want it to be like mokoko seed cake. It's so yeah. so no no cute. glitter. It's not pink. Doesn't have pixie dust on it. Yeah, the whole theme was black and gold, and it was really cute. If you want to check it out, a lost art cake. Um, you can check it out on our Instagram at kj underscore after underscore dark. All for Kevin's brother. I will attest that the cake did taste good too. For anyone that was wondering. Yes, and the macaroons, wow. Salted caramel, can go wrong with that. So what about on the gaming front? Any updates there? I guess we were still playing Borderlands 3, and this time we stream it with Kevin's brother. So there's the three of us playing it. Yeah, so it's the first time we've had another person on the stream with us, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. That was and a little bit different, but it was fun. It was yeah. the three of us playing Borderlands this time. You know, um, still Joanne and I get to play together, so we still have that, plus adding kind of another one, I guess a third wheel, you could call them. <laughs> but, you know, it was fun, especially in a game like Borderlands, where it's There's very a very happening game, an action-packed game, so adding like another person in there kind of just made it a little more fun. Yeah, it is a four-player game anyway, so if you want to watch the stream, you can check that out on YouTube at KJ After Dark. And we do stream every Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Central. So we played some Borderlands mm-hmm. on stream. I think we may have played some outside of the stream as well. Yeah. What else have you been playing this week? 
before we jump to that, we could say that we actually obtained the first vault in Borderlands. That wasn't on stream, I don't think. But we finally got the first vault. And that's like kind of almost halfway through. I don't know how long the game is supposed to be played. Yeah, I read that Borderlands 3 is about like 22 hours long if we just do the story, which is pretty much all we're doing. Because we don't really... The amount of games that we play and the lack of time that we have... We just hit all the main story usually and like basically skip side quests. Mm -hmm. So if we do that, it's about 22 hours long. So I don't think we've put 22 hours into the game yet. I think we did put about eight to nine hours so far. Yeah, at least. I think maybe a little bit more, but yeah, probably somewhere around there. So yeah, maybe we're about halfway through the game or so, but we got the first vault done, which was fun. You know, and that's one. I think hopefully we can kind of speed through the rest of the campaign and get that knocked out. Yeah. I can't wait to finish and see how it all ends, especially since I have that fangirling thing for the, the bad guy. Irene? Irene and the, what's his name? Calypso. Troy. Troy. The Calypso twins. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty interesting villains. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, at the beginning, it was kind of like, oh, they don't seem that strong or that big of a deal. And then they start taking people's powers. I don't want to ruin the story, but, you know, and they like start to get like stronger and everything. So that's kind of. I feel like at the very beginning, I was like, eh, they don't seem that bad. And then now I'm like, okay, they're kind of a bigger deal. Yeah. But like, they're going to be more difficult to fight uh, when that time comes because I'm sure that's going to happen. Yep. I'm sure that will happen. So, yeah, I think it's just a voice actor. They're just. The so voice easy. acting is pretty good in I that know. game. It's, <laughs> it's real. And so is the music. Yeah. The music choice that they have for that game is really oh, yeah. cool. I like how, like, right before we fight, like, before that big boss fight, I think that was on stream, and then it goes, like, all right, let me turn on some music right now. They actually say that they're going to turn on the music, and then it was just awesome. It's like having a DJ while you're fighting. It is cool. Yeah, I mean, it gets you pumped up and everything, but um, Borderlands 3, we talked about that. We gave our full review on it last week's episode, so if you didn't check that out, you can. Mm -hmm. um, but great game, highly recommended. I think it's still on sale on Epic Games. I think it's like 14 bucks or something, which is like a steal, although it was free a few weeks ago. If you missed that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of that Epic Games store, uh, Wolfenstein is now free there until June 9th. So should have a few days after this episode releases to go grab that for free if you want. You don't even have to download it. You just log into the Epic Games store and then claim it. And then it's in your library and you can download it whenever you want and play it. But that's normally like a $20 game that you can pick up for free. So might be worth doing. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like the, the sales that they're doing. They're doing uh, a bunch of games that they have on sale. And then they're giving away a free game every week. And Wolfenstein was this week's. And then Borderlands was like two weeks ago. And I'm planning on grabbing everyone that comes out that they're giving away for free because I got enough money to pay for free. It works. So <laughs> besides Borderlands, um, have you been playing anything else this week? Yeah, I played Lost Ark. Not much, but I did play some just to inspire me for preparing for a Lost that. Lost Ark birthday party? Exactly, yeah. So I'm item level 1340 on Lost Ark, so I think it's 1370 snacks before I can unlock another thing to do. So does it slow down a lot? Seems like Oh it. yeah, it does, because it just like the chances of you to upgrade your gear gets lower each time you hone it. 
So that means there's a chance of failing. So you use all your materials up to level up your gear and then it fails in leveling it up. So you have to collect it again and retry it. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's why it gets slower. Right, okay. That sounds sounds like, I guess most RPGs are as you get further into the game and then as you get stronger, it gets harder to get that little bit stronger and then when they do updates and everything, it'll change and kind of raise that cap up a lot and make it easier to get stronger. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Do you try any other games apart from Borderlands 3 with me? Yeah, so... Um... Probably first talk about um, one that I didn't get to talk about on the podcast yet, Hell Let Loose, which I know I, I talked about it like that I was looking at it, but not that I actually tried it yet. So kind of, I guess, an update on that one. But Hell Let Loose, um, gosh, what's the name of the developer? It's the same one that does Overcooked. Anyways, it's on Steam, I want to say. It's not free, but it is on Steam, and it is a realistic World War II uh, war game what's different between that and, and other first person shooter games is how realistic it is right and so you like join a squad and you basically choose like what kind of soldier you're going to be and you move really slow uh, you die really fast if you get if you take too many bullets it doesn't take very many and then i like how they're all they also limit how many of each kind of unit there can be so like each team can only have two snipers right so you don't have like both teams everybody running around with a sniper it gets like really ridiculous especially on these big battlefield type maps right everyone's going to want to run like a long range weapon and you just can't do that because that's not really really realistic on how it would actually be you know and there's also like one person on each side each side can be like the commander or whatever and they can communicate like with the different squads and make sure like basically kind of organizing like the strategy and make sure people are doing what they're supposed to be doing and um oh just very different things that you don't really see in like other games like that so i just thought it was interesting not one that i'm going to play like for a long time but i got in for an, quite a few games you know i had a couple of games where i did okay most of them i just died like really easily every time and got a little bit frustrated by that but i feel like there's probably some people who are really good at that game and playing a lot of it and it's probably a little too hardcore for me um probably between that one and like i don't know escape from tarkov is another one that's probably more on the hardcore side that i'll probably end up staying away from but hey i got to get my feet get my feet wet with it and uh have a little bit of fun with it but hey i tried it out have another one that I've been getting into was Bioshock, which was the game that was free on the Epic Games Store last week, and it was actually like the whole collection. So it's um, Bioshock Remastered, or or just like basically the first one remake, and then Bioshock Two, and then Bioshock uh, Infinite, I think is what it's called. And so I just decided to start with the first one, and then you know just going through the story, and I'm kind of impressed by it so far. Seems pretty scary. Last it is I saw. a little spooky, which I didn't know that. I had never played any of the Bioshock games before, and it's kind of suspenseful. It keeps you on the edge of your seat, and the music and is like is kind of creepy or creepy. <laughs> I don't know. Like I guess not, not necessarily the music, but like the sounds. Like you'll hear things like creaking and like people like screaming in the backgrounds or like. I don't know. It's just like, it's always like weird. You're always like trying to listen and, you know, the enemies are kind of possessed or weird looking and 
And, you know, but you do get like different weapons and you can use like different magic abilities and things that you learn along the way. So that part of it's, it's fun. So I'm I'm still going to try and play through it in my spare time when probably when Joanne's playing some Lost Ark. Yeah, it was super creepy. Yeah. And those kind of games, like I seem like, I feel like I go through them slower because I'm like, all right, here's coming up to like a T intersection, like look one way, look both ways, make sure there's no enemies that are going to like creep up behind me. When I'm not looking, like I have a hard time just running through them willy nilly because I'm afraid of like a jump scare or something. I know. Aren't they gonna make like a show or something movie? Is that one that they were making a movie for? I remember they're making a movie for a few different video games that's supposed to be coming up. Was Bioshock one of them? That I, would be cool. I thought so on Netflix, but I do. I, I do wrong. like the story. I do like the story. I don't know if they're all the same, but in this one. You are in a plane. I don't think they really explained it, but like you crash land in the ocean and then, you know, you float to the surface and you see like a lighthouse there, like in the middle of the ocean and you swim over to it and you go inside and then you take like an elevator, like way down under the sea. Yeah. It did say that Netflix announces. Oh, it's going to be on Netflix. It's in the work though. It is coming to Netflix. I'm sure I'll probably watch it with you. Because it does remind me of, like, America's Horror Story. Yeah, kind of. I, yeah, I, I could kinda definitely like, see that. Yeah, the same kind of creepiness. Anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, b- besides those and Borderlands and, I mean, obviously Hearthstone. I've been mentioning that pretty much every week. Still yeah. playing Hearthstone. Have not given that up yet. It's my one and only mobile game right now. So I feel like I have to kind of keep at least one mobile game. But yeah, that's been it. I think it's about it as far as our weeks. Joanne, you want to uh, update us on any Game Pass releases? Sure. So on June 1st, For Honor Marching Fire Edition was released on console, PC, and cloud. And then on June 2nd, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection was released on console and PC in Game Pass. So Now, I've never played either of those games, but we are Game Pass subscribers, so we could probably check them out. Especially Definitely. if they are co-op or, or multiplayer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to announce the games that were released in the last week or so. And those would be Cow the Kangaroo. Sounds fun. <laughs> and yeah, that's Cow K-A-O. Not, not C-O-W. He's not a, he is a kangaroo, not a cow. Cow the Kangaroo on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. So just about everywhere. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator Top Gun Maverick DLC, which I thought was interesting because Top Gun Maverick came out like a week ago in theaters. So now they have some DLC to the Microsoft Flight Simulator game. So if you're a big fan of Top Gun, you might want to check that out. As well as uh, Lake on Stadia, Silt on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, Card Shark on Switch and PC, Diablo Immortal on iOS and Android, so a mobile game, Gigapocalypse on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, uh, Soldiers, which is not spelled the normal way it's soul is s-o-u-l soldiers on ps5 xbox series x and s ps4 xbox one switch and pc and lastly unexplored 2 the wayfarer's legacy on xbox series x and s 
PS4, Xbox One, and PC. The only ones that really stick out to me is Diablo Immortal, mobile game that Blizzard announced a good while back at BlizzCon, I believe. And when you probably remember this one, there was a number of memes going around. Yeah. You know, they announced that the next big Diablo game that they were working on was going to be mobile. And they had a room full of Blizzard fans who were you know, hardcore into Diablo 2 and 3 and World of Warcraft and Starcraft and all these amazing PC games. Yeah. As Blizzard's traditionally been, you know, a big PC developer. I guess really the with the exception of I know Hearthstone's on mobile, you know, but everything else is like really big into PC and the audience did not like it at yeah. all. Well, they waited for a longest time ever for it to come out, so they were more disappointed. Yeah, I mean Diablo three was kind of more or less a dud. I think most people weren't really that happy with it. And then they kind of announced the next one was gonna be mobile and people did not like that. Yeah. And their Blizzard's response, or at least the guy on the stage was do you guys not have phones right or something like that yeah uh, that, <laughs> that move <laughs> which was not a good response um it was not really what people were wanting to hear and you kind of became the subject of a lot of memes yeah. about all that that blizzcon that year but that was entertaining to so many of us mm-hmm. you got to just to sit back and watch all that unfold so um but yeah diablo immortal was finally released a few days ago so, um, yeah, if you're into Diablo games and you want to play something like that on mobile, you may want to check that one out. Yep, yep. Uh, but that's it for new game releases. So during the week, I found myself listening to some video game music on YouTube and kind of got me thinking, you know, because I kind of got... It was a game I hadn't played in a while, and it got me kind of sucked back into... Um, you know, just like that game, just mostly because of the music, like that was driving a lot of the nostalgia. And I kind of had the idea of a topic of older video games that maybe the, the music has stuck with us for a while or any particular sounds from the game have stuck with us for a while um, and just kind of drive like those good feelings um, that we used to have from the game. I kind of made a list of some games that I've played a long time ago that I either I still remember like the song or you know maybe I hear the song and just totally makes me think of the game but when I was growing up one of the big staple games for my childhood was Zelda Ocarina of Time which was on Nintendo 64. If you've been a gamer for a while and during that era you most likely played that game too and I just remember like few of the areas had like really memorable songs that were like very different from there wasn't like normal music like you hear right it was like very like flutey and there was this one like forest area towards the beginning that had a song that like was one of my favorites and it wasn't even like you're in that area that long and just one that like was really unique that played and like was super catchy and memorable and so that one has definitely stuck with me but another one also probably another game a lot of people played was James Bond Goldeneye. You know, big James Bond fan as a kid. And, you know, Pierce Brosnan ones was kind of my era. You know, even just like playing through that game, you know, you have like the do-do-do, do-do-do, do-do-do-do-do, you know, like the James Bond 
type theme music, you know, yeah. like playing as you're going through the campaign and stuff makes you feel like you're a secret agent, you Means know, by. like, and I, yeah, I was like watching somebody do like a speed run of that game and then like the music came on and it, I felt like it was yesterday that I was playing this game too, listening to the same music. Yeah. Music does that to you. Yeah. And then, you know, not to mention even like the, the sounds in that game, um, like any gun that you fire like with a silencer makes like the same exact sound and i was like oh wow yeah i totally remember this so yeah i was um i spent quite a few hours in that game as a kid and obviously all of those sounds stuck with me and uh, another one final fantasy 10 which i think yeah final fantasy games in general are known for having good music and uh, so Final Fantasy X on PlayStation 2, where it was originally, and people will probably argue there's a lot better Final Fantasy games out there, but that's the one that did it for me. You know, a lot of the music that was behind, like, um, were played with the cinematics, some of them that were just so well done and put together, and, like, I'll still listen to them nowadays, like, just because I like it so much. Remember, we have this little, like, Toy piano for the kids that I think you even like learned how to play one of the Final Fantasy songs on that piano when there's only like 10 keys, which is so that's super impressive. It just shows how smart you are, but you know, it even sounds good on there. Um, not to mention like every time you win a battle and it's you, I feel like it's usually like the same tune, you know, like the you know, like the celebratory music every time you win like a match. I know. Yeah. The fact that we both know the tune to that shows that it was memorable. Yeah, and like I hadn't heard any of that stuff like for years and years. And then, you know, when we finally played Final Fantasy X the remake on, you know, the remake of it on PS4, and it was the exact same game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a remake. And that was exactly what I needed. It was so much fun to go through and experience it all again and let you experience it too. Because I think that was your first time playing that game, right? Yeah, for Final Fantasy X, yeah. But I remember playing Final Fantasy VIII and the same end music had that effect on me, which was uh, Eyes on Me, the name of the song. I know I used to sing that song a lot and even play it on the piano. <laughs> I don't think I know that one. You have to show it to me. Yeah. So those are my games that like the music has just stuck with me Like no matter how much time passes and it's a big part of the game for me and it just brings back like so much joy from being able to play those super fun games that the music is so much tied to. But what about you? Did you have any that like kind of relate to that? Yeah, I do. Like the earliest game I've ever remembered was the first Doom that came out in 1993. Um, I remember my brother and me playing that very old computer, (laughs) you know? Yeah, back back then that was, you know... um, Yeah, everything was like pixelated. It's almost like a Minecraft looking... Doom. Yeah, except, yeah, that, that was really all you could do. But yeah, I mean, in like the boxes, you know, the pixels and stuff yeah. like this. Um, but yeah, I remember the music. Uh, like every time, like we're walking through the hallway, and, and I don't exactly remember like what's the name of the song. I just remember how it sound like, and I, it just stuck with me till now. It goes like do 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 do. Yeah. 
but yeah, some we'll, somewhat like that. Be careful, we're gonna get hit with copyright. If you're doing I that. know. <laughs> you're funny. They wouldn't even be able to realize if I'm singing the right song. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. Uh, yeah. I, and then, then the Final Fantasy VIII was the second one. I remember I was like in middle school or high school. I don't remember, but Final Fantasy VIII was like a huge hit, and then the end music song was what caught me, and I kept like going back to it and learning it on the piano and stuff so that was another one and then the latest one that really got stuck in my head was witcher um the one that we played the the yeah, Witcher Hunt. three yeah witcher three and Great then game. it is it's still i still go on youtube just to listen to the songs on witcher like it's the song in skellige yeah it's skellige <laughs> yeah Anyways. i don't remember like exactly how the music went yeah but, but i do remember like that was my favorite music in the game mm -hmm. you know and i i i do remember like it, thinking that was pretty good so yeah it's, it's a song by the sirens so skellige is like where all the sirens live so obviously you get enchanted by their mesmerizing voice so yeah it was like very like like mythical and mysterious like kind of place i thought like Almost as if like there was the mist that would like roll in, and you know there was the siren singing, and yeah, like, always the... haunting you in. Uh... We're gonna <laughs> listen to some Skellige music again. Yep. Yeah, and one that I kind of forgot about and didn't mention also, and it, it came you know quite a bit after all the other games that I mentioned, but was also Halo, right? I mean, a lot of people played Halo also, and. You know, like the Halo theme is what I'm thinking of, of. Like, you know, I mostly played like Halo 1 and 2, and you know, a lot of the music that came in with those games. And even in the campaign, like that song would kick in and it would get all intense. And, you know, that the song just sounded so good, like the, the theme song. And even, even now, like, I think I, I mean, I don't have an iPod anymore. Or one that I use anymore, but I always had that Halo theme song on there just so I could jam out to it whenever I wanted. That's something I didn't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I'll, I'll show you that one. You show me your Final Fantasy VIII song, and we'll both benefit from it. But yeah, game, gaming music is awesome. I love that we can be inspired by it. I mean, you said you learned how to play stuff on the piano because of it. You know, that it can cause so much nostalgia for us, so... It's cool to think about it and reminisce. Yes. So it's a pretty short episode this time because we don't have any games to review this week, but we'll definitely review it next week. We don't know what game it is yet that we're going to stream, but you can catch us on Tuesday nights at 9.30 p.m. CST on our YouTube channel for a live stream. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. And don't forget to leave a comment. So we hope to see you on the live stream and hope that you check back for the next week's episode. But that's all we have for you this time. So long and take care. <laughs>